Welcome to Copy Podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Ali. Every episode, we pick a short story to listen to while we drink our morning coffee. So what have you got today? I've got a soy flat white again. Again. Because I'm... Not learning. I'm not learning. <laughs> I just like the taste and I, I'll just deal with it. Okay. But I'm feeling very caffeinated now. Just always, great. always go with Blend 43. It never causes these problems. What if you put soy milk into it? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> anyway, um, so it was my turn this week to pick a story. Yes. And I have chosen Texting Through Time Zones. It's by Johanna Ellisdorfer, and it's from the Spineless Wonders anthology, Time. Good morning. I type curling into bed and pulling the blankets around me, the day racing through my mind and out of my fingertips in a quick series of harried text messages buzzing gently along with your morning alarm. A compressed version of my day ending and yours starting, summarised in a mutually punctuated stream of consciousness, framed by tiny blue and white bubbles on a phone screen approximating, but always falling short, of where I've actually been and what you've actually done. That was Texting Through Time Zones by Johanna Ellisdorfer, and it was read by Felix Johnson. Wow, that was great. So what drew you to that one? To be honest, it was the word approximating. I He said... Right. The line where he's saying that he's trying to share experiences with this person, but it yeah. only ever approximates what is actually happening. Yeah. And for some reason, that word really struck me because yeah. it made me think in how many ways are we only approximating our experiences? Are we only approaching the real and never quite capturing? Yeah, because like, obviously it's, it's written about two people maintaining a connection mm. across the world. And what it really struck with me is, you know, I can't remember where I've seen it, but somewhere is like so much of human connection is shared experience. Mm. So if you're on opposite sides of the world, how do you have shared experience? Mm. And so much of that is by trying to, it's, it's using those anecdotes and telling people how, Mm. you know, how your day went Mm -hmm. and how you felt about it and trying to communicate all your feelings and emotions mm. from every day mm. and trying, I can only imagine how hard it would be like trying to write that down and really let someone in mm. on your experience every day to maintain that connection. Yeah. When exactly like how, how close can you ever get? Yeah. You're only you're ever sending postcards to each other exactly you're never experiencing reality together but i think i think there's something inherently mysterious about every other person like you're never going to understand who they are completely and there's something quite beautiful about that mystery of the distance that we all feel but it must be so much harder when you are forced to rely on these very explicit forms of connection these very explicit forms of communication 
that it must be really hard if you're physically separated from other people. It prolongs that distance between humans even more. Yeah. And I just think today we rely on these mediocre forms of communication so much more and how much is that making us only ever achieve approximate connections like do you you know what i mean well i think like the forms of texting that we have these days have allowed us to reach a greater point of constant communication Mm. but with that means you have this real like uh like like time deficient in order to actually kind of put the work in Mm. like it it makes me think of like old school like like jane austen letter Letter writing writing of when you had time to really sit down and go through your experiences and and think about how you felt about things Mm. and try and adequately portray that on paper so that you could explain it to someone else Mm. But when you're texting, it's difficult to avoid the, I went to work, then I had lunch, then mm, I went dinner. The reporting. And and yeah, exactly. And just doing a report instead of a letter. Yeah. Because the letters, they let you in to that whole person's psyche, into their internal world. Exactly. Whereas I feel the default is to report on the external world or to show evidence of your place in the external world with these images. And I went here and look at me at this amazing place. It's not about communicating the internal. I think because there's just not enough room. Like, do you remember when you try to send a text message and it would warn you when you went over a certain (laughs) number of characters and you'd be like, oh, I can't afford this on, you know, my credit's going to die. Yeah, that point where it would start to have a little, like, three Yes, exactly. It's like, oh, I need to condense. And that's what he talks about. He talks about the compression of experiences in these text messages. Yeah. And, oh, that kind of just broke my heart because you want to expand with people you love and you want to have this expansive, huge experience where it's you two in the world and instead they have to compress to stay connected. Exactly. Like, it's it's reducing your experiences down to a five minute report they can Mm. read every morning rather than the shared experience that creates connection so you can see like that like and reading a lot into a minute story (laughs) but so that's what we do (laughs) (laughs) you can kind of see that like if this was just a straight on continuing line it's like that there's no way it could last that Mm. like this connection would eventually start to break down Mm. and would suffer with just these reports that yeah this lack of being able to explain your experiences and and in an absence of other forms of connection Mm. you can definitely see that like this is it's it's a yeah, that, that compression would destroy the connection. Yeah, because you're compressing yourself Yeah, every day with someone that you love. It, it's not sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. The other idea that I really loved in this story was the idea of framing and how what frames we choose 
to place around ourselves, going from the literal frame around these text boxes and how we frame our words and experiences in this text exchange and how if you're in a long-distance relationship, that essentially becomes your presence in the other person's life is around this frame. And even if you're um, Skyping or Facebook calling, you're framed by technology in that way. Yeah. And then thinking about all the different ways we frame who we are, whether it's with a, a, a filter or a text box or even the wider frames we put around ourselves in our lives, like how we decorate our rooms and how we yeah. our office and our spaces and how we've created all of these little frames of how we define how we are seen by other people. Yeah. And I just thought that was really interesting. And how often are we in huge, wide open spaces where the yeah. frame expands? Yeah. 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 I I thought that was really you know, thought provoking. Because I think that's like, that's a way that people can define themselves. Mm. So I liked that in this, it, it I suppose it is that sort of frustration of, only being able to betray yourself through that one frame Mm. that you know if if you're only limited to one form of communication to one form like one time of day to talk and and all those limitations Mm. that mean that not only are these your own personal frames of how you choose to portray yourself and Mm. how you choose to communicate but these are a it introduces also a lot of external frames that mean that this is the only way they can connect. Yeah. This and is the this only is window. It. Like this mm. is your window and this is the only time your like frames will align. Yeah, totally. Mm. Is is through this one connection point. Mm. And what you can and can't achieve with that mm. singular way of connecting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a little portal and you've got to line yeah. up your frame with theirs in order to connect. <laughs> oh, how mysterious. <laughs> um, so that was texting through time zones. And if you have any frames that you'd like to talk about on the Facebook chat, we would love to hear it. Or if you're texting through time zones, I feel your pain. <laughs> oh. All right, so you can find that and other stories like it on shortaustraliastories.com.au and you can also find our podcast there and if you would like to subscribe, we would love that too. (laughs) We're on iTunes. All right, and sponsored by Australia Council for the Arts. Stay caffeinated. Woo!